welcome variants from across the multiverse. This is Geekverse Reactions presented by Mando Talk, where we take a break from Star Wars and we talk about all things in the Geekverse. We got films, we got shows, and joining me, so first of all, I'm Caleb Keller, but joining me, more importantly, is DJ Foster, Rebel Scum Texan. How are you doing this evening and, and how you been since the last time we did this? First of all, I'm doing fantastic. Great. And I'm super happy to be here talking Geekverse, all things Geekverse. I uh, am anticipating the arrival of my lovely wife, Hillary. Okay, she there you is, go. She is currently in transit right now from the airport. She's been gone the last few days uh, in Anaheim at a work convention. So mm -hmm. if I suddenly look this way and go, oh, it's because she walked in the door. So, um, and so anyway, I, uh, I've, I've been good though. I've been really good. And there's so much that's happened online in the last Dude. few days that I, I just normally I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll talk about this or we'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. But there's been so much to come out of the woodworks in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways over the last few days. I've just been yeah. like, how are we going to cram this into one episode? It's kind of, it's going to be a, an undertaking. Yeah, and I actually kind of wanted to mention that here off the top, as far as like a, an announcement goes, like something that I feel like I need to address uh, to those of us out there that are Geekverse Reactions listeners. What I want to start doing is potentially for you, the listener, to start submitting maybe what you would like for us to talk about. Because the thing about Geekverse, uh, Marvel, DC, Lord of the Rings, like there's news on that kind of stuff daily uh to where whenever we just talk about it once a week the list can get pretty long if we were to hit literally everything that happened in the week so let's do this uh we'll continue you know do our format i'll always you know me or dj will continue to make our topics and make our show notes but if there is a specific topic that you the listener or the audience member wants us to talk about in the next episode of geekverse reactions what you can do is join our Discord. You can click that link that's in our description, and then you can just message either myself or Rebel Scum Texan. A second way, though, is you can follow us on Twitter. That Twitter link, again, is in the description. Click that Twitter link and then shoot us a DM, either or. So shoot us a DM basically on Discord or shoot us a DM on Twitter. And if you have a specific topic that you want us to talk about, we will talk about it if you shoot that message to us. So I just wanted to say that because like DJ said, like we have tons of topics uh, that we could discuss. And I have even a list of topics that we could have discussed, but had to be left to the side. So just yeah. to like let you know of kind of things that uh, other things that are out there. Knives Out 2 has wrapped filming. I feel like we could have talked about that a little bit. Oh, big time, big time. The the Boys season three has wrapped filming. I don't know, DJ, if you've seen the first two seasons. It's a pretty graphic show, but I have seen it. I felt like I probably could have talked about that a lot. And also today, like three hours ago, I saw reports of a live action MCU project involving zombies potentially being in the works. So like, I have not seen anything about that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that is those are just three things that come to mind that didn't make this week's agenda. So like I said, if there are things that you want to hear us talk about, message us on Discord or message us on Twitter. Both of those links are in the description. DJ, anything you want to add to that before we dive into the heavy list of topics that we've got uh, for this episode? Just to confirm that I, <clears throat> excuse me, I have not seen the boys, but that's not because I haven't wanted to. 
Mm-hmm. It's been one of those things that I thought I'll get around to it eventually. And as I see more and more things about it, I'm, I'm a little bit more intrigued. So maybe sure. one of these days I will jump into the boys. That's the only thing I wanted to say from what okay. you just talked about, except yes, please join us on discord. Yeah. Um, and cause not just like, I'm not begging. I'm just saying it's a lot of fun. <laughs> and we talked sure. about all kinds of things on there. So join us on discord and engage with us as best as you can. Cause I know that, uh, we want to hear what you want us to talk about. Uh, that way yeah. we can continue to grow. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's do this thing. We got a we got a heavy list to get to. Uh, what we do here at Geekverse is me and DJ go back and forward as far as talking of, or leading the news pieces, if you will, and then we both uh, engage in that conversation. DJ, do you want to lead us off with the first news piece? Yeah, let's do it, man. All, All right, right, let's do number, it. Number one, right off the top, Elizabeth Olsen has wrapped filming on Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. Potentially yes. one of the like coolest um, movies coming from the creators at Marvel in the coming future, in my opinion. I really mm-hmm. think that this is one of those things that as we get closer and closer to the release of this movie, um, I think our minds are going to be blown away at what's coming because for a lot of reasons, we have some major characters returning to uh, the screen and we're going to see you know, uh, Dr. Strange, of course, because it is his movie. And then we know Elizabeth Olsen's in it. Um, So I think it's going to be one of these incredible films that we look back on one day and think, wow, that was like, that was the movie. I Mm. think a lot of people Mm. are going to um, find out. Um, If you will excuse me one moment, I have to go let my wife in the door because she can't find her keys. So real quick, I'll be right back and I'll let you, I'll let you uh, continue this one real quick. Sure. Well, real quickly, in my opinion, for uh, Wanda, Elizabeth Olsen being in uh, Doctor Strange in the multiverse for me is super exciting. I love seeing her pop up in any uh, type of project that she could possibly play Wanda in. Uh, For me, I'll just use this as a platform and opportunity to talk about how incredible WandaVision was, in my opinion. WandaVision for me, there you go. WandaVision for me was by far, so far, the best Marvel show that we've gotten. So just Elizabeth Olsen being back in that role in some form, and I don't know specifically what form, and maybe that's what we'll talk about next with this news piece. I don't know specifically what form Wanda will be playing in Doctor Strange. Uh, I guess we'll know a little bit more about that as more info about that film comes out. But I will go ahead and segue that, I guess, to my question here is maybe what should we expect uh, from Wanda, aka at this point, Scarlet Witch. Let's not forget. Yeah, she's no, no, fully she's committed. She's she's a uh, big time Scarlet Witch at this point. Right. She's fully committed to that. So for me, what what I'm assuming, this is just pure speculation. She will, I guess, initially kind of go head to head with Doctor Strange a little bit. They'll struggle with their motives. Strange will be like, "What you're doing isn't necessarily the best approach," because I'm assuming she's going to want to save her kids in some form and i'm sure that's gonna mess up with the you know everything going on like we got so stuff i can't even wrap my head around if i'm being completely honest but i feel like initially the two are gonna clash but maybe they'll get to a point where they kind of see each other's point of view what do you think what do you think about that the typical formula for a movie like this is usually something where they have an initial battle something Mm -hmm. you know like there's this weird kind of conflict they eventually fight one another, and then there's the big bad. Mm. That's typically what you see 
in this kind of a movie. Sure. Now, knowing Marvel, they might not do that. You know, Kevin Feige over there and the fact that Sam Raimi is directing, mm. um, I think that's a very important thing for us to remember is that we now have the former Spider-Man director directing a current Marvel project, I think is just absolutely insane and really yeah, cool. Yeah, it is. It's so, cool. Really cool. <laughs> not just that, but I think that we'll see a definite, you know, clashing of, well, Clash of the Titans. I mean, yeah. at this point, they are two major players uh, and former Avengers. If the, I'm not really even sure if the Avengers exist anymore at this point, because like mm. Steve Rogers is gone and Iron Man's gone. And, yeah. you know, I know that, I know that like, obviously we have a lot of things happening that are coming into mm. play, but over time, I'm kind of just excited to see how and where those yeah. kinds of things go. Yeah, I think there'll be a, a reestablishment, if you will, of the Avengers eventually. I mean, now, just recently, with Shang-Chi's marketing, it's promoting that character as the new Avenger. So I think they're eventually going to, you know, bring that name back. And I think we're, we've already read or gotten reports from Feige talking about how an Avengers 5 is eventually going to happen. It's just they got to oh, yeah, assemble right. it. They got to get all of it uh, ready. But I think, like you said, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is going to be a big piece uh, not only for the stuff that's been set up in the past few months with Loki and all of this multiverse stuff that's going on, but also the future uh, of Marvel and its current phase. Uh, but that's all I really wanted to say about uh, Wanda making an appearance and Elizabeth Olsen uh, rapping filming uh, on that show. I'm assuming right now because she's already wrapped filming that maybe her role won't be as massive. But that show should, or sorry, not that show. That movie should be wrapping pretty soon, though, because it is coming out next year. Yeah, it's coming up really fast. I don't remember the exact release date. Um, I can't yeah. figure it out right now if I just looked at my show notes a little closer. But sure. Well, that's actually another learn. topic that we're going to get to. So, <laughs> okay. so it, it's it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but anyway, I still think that the fact that she's wrapping up really soon, and the the fact that or that she has wrapped soon, that's got to mean that the whole project is just about done. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. I agree. Now, what do you think? Those of you that are out there live watching us, I see you 2K421. You said that you really like her too, and that's in reference of Elizabeth Olsen. Absolutely. Love to see her in any uh, type of Marvel project that they can possibly uh, get her in. Okay. Next news piece. Ooh, this is, this for me um, is a doozy. Venom. Venom, Let There Be Carnage is reportedly one hour and 30 minutes long. Venom 2 is reportedly one hour and 30 minutes long. The source on this is AMC Theaters, the number one theater chain in the world. Um, as someone that loved the first Venom, this crushes me. This crushes my soul. At this point, I think we've gotten... Uh, used to as fans seeing two hour at least comic book movies and the fact that Venom with Tom Hardy, Harrelson, all of this in tremendous cast crew circus making his directorial like major debut uh, like come on this deserves in my opinion way longer than just 90 minutes of showtime. So I'm tremendously disappointed by this news. What say you, though, DJ? I, I, I see you shaking your head, looking disappointed. Are you I, disappointed? I'm genuinely disappointed because, and here's the thing, 
you know, Andy Serkis directed, he was second unit director on the Hobbit trilogy mm -hmm. um, and did a fantastic job. Ooh, good call. Good call. I'm just, I just want to throw that out there that he, people hate on the Hobbit trilogy and I understand why. Okay. Like I'm, I'm actually one of those people who says the Hobbit book is better than the movie. Um, I, and I have some, you know, opinions about the Hobbit, but I still love the trilogy. I still love and, and watch the, those movies. And I, I think they're fantastic, but at the same time, also remember that uh, Andy Serkis directed the movie Mowgli, which, in my opinion, was not something that ever should have been made because it was just unnecessary. Because mm -hmm. um, we had just gotten, or we're at the same time, we're getting Jungle Book from John Favreau, and I thought this is just so unnecessary. And right before we jumped into this news piece, like I see that it's an hour and thirty minutes long in our show notes. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, I'm thinking, okay, well, how long was the first one? Uh -huh. And I go and look it up. It's two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. And I'm thinking, hold on How? a second. That's, yeah. and you know, that's about an hour and 50, hour and 55 ish minutes you're getting of actual movie because you got to think about your credits and your opening credits, your ending, and all that fun stuff. Like, you know, you got to take those kinds of things into consideration. So that means at most, yes, this movie's an hour and 30, which you cut out your opening credits and you cut out your ending credits you know you're getting like an hour and 20 minute film and if i wanted yeah. to watch an hour and 20 minute film i would go on disney plus and freaking watch peter pan 100 percent, yeah like and and that's the thing i don't really enjoy the idea like for me a movie especially of this caliber of what it's mm -hmm. supposed to deliver i mean andy circus fantastic guy you have and you mentioned woody harrelson and you also mentioned tom hardy these are three major players and the fact that they are not making this movie more than an hour and 30 minutes, two hours at I, least in my opinion it, is where it I've, needs to be. I've actually, and I'm going to just go out and say this. I have lost faith in this movie now. <laughs> and I'm just going to say it. That is, that has got to be a hot take. And I don't uh -huh. care because I, I said this when we talked about the ratings, I think it was mm -hmm. last week when, when the ratings came out, it's yeah. not rated R it's rated PG 13. I was like, okay, you know what? That's fine. But carnage is a bad to the bone, dude. Sure. I mean, he he deserves this this epic introduction to the silver screen, mm -hmm. and he's not gonna get it because it's not rated R, and he's not gonna get it because it's not a two hour film. And yeah. I mean, listen, I watched John Wick three last night, oh, and the good. John Wick yeah, I've heard good things about that. A, a great film, all three of them, fantastic, fun to watch, pure testosterone. And it's, that's what I want from, that's what I want from let there be carnage. Sure. I, you're going to, I guarantee you this, you will, you will get way more carnage in a John Wick film than you would in the movie carnage. And I get it. It's a comic book movie. It's not Keanu uh -huh. Reeves running around, you know, capping people and moving on. Yeah. You know, it's different. I get that. But at the right. same time, it's like this dude's supposed to be pure evil. Yeah. And it's not going to deliver at this point. Now, mm. having mm. said that, I hope I eat my words. Yeah, I hope you eat your words too. Because, again, I'm somebody that absolutely loved the first Venom. Uh, and I I'm really excited. I'm still excited, even though it's an hour and a half. Maybe they're just going to cram somehow all of this epicness into an hour and a half. But, man, I was disappointed uh, when I saw that. So, yeah, shout out Tristan. He's, he said, I really want to see the new Venom. It has been delayed for too long to be an hour and a half. Absolutely. It's been, Thank it's you. been given Thank like you, four or five different 
time slots or releases uh, and to get an hour and a half film for this. Come on. I'm a little disappointed by that. And then again, uh, shout out to Jordan Gent in the chat. He says, yo, yo, yo. And he says, so wait, so Venom is only an hour and 20 minutes. Well, yeah, essentially hour, hour 30, you know, uh, but but when you, like I said, when you cut out your credits, your opening credits, your ending credits, by the time you finish your entire movie experience, you'll have 40 minutes of trailers. And I say that because I just saw Shang-Chi like last week. Right. And Shang-Chi's trailers, good God. It was like, oh, uh, I, I mean, my wife and I, we listen, I can put down popcorn. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I should not eat half a large popcorn just watching the trailers before the movie. Okay. I'm just saying like, right. maybe this is more about me than the movies, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I just, you get See, 25, I, 30 minutes of trailers and that's uh-huh. half of this movie. I think I, I think I fit in the smaller category of I enjoy watching the trailers at the movie theater. Okay, now listen, I enjoy watching the trailers. So I disagree with your take. I like 40 minutes trailers. I, I like it, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> okay, let me just say this. While I do enjoy to a degree watching the movie trailers, uh-huh, uh-huh. if I want to watch 40 minutes of movie trailers, uh-huh. I can do that on YouTube. Sure. And sure, it's not, sure. it is, yeah. it's not that hard. Tristan, I'm so glad you're here, buddy, by the way. Thank you for chiming in with us. Yes. Shang-Chi is a good movie. You can watch last week's episode of geek or geek versus reactions to get my spoiler free take on Shang-Chi, which while we're talking about it, Caleb, have you seen Shang-Chi yet? I still have not had a chance to get it, man. Oh buddy. Okay. So I'll, I'm dying I'll keep, to see it. I'll keep away from anything until further notice, but dying to back see on vent back on venom. I, I could not be more disappointed. I, Listen, like I said, I hope I eat my words on this because this is actually just, man, a fat bummer. That's yeah. the only way. It's a fat bummer. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how else to put it. No, I agree. I agree. I really don't have anything else to add to that news piece other than, yes, disappointed. So, DJ, you got the next news piece. What do we got? What we got? Let's let's do it, and let's let's just change the mood. Yeah. I got a, little, I got a little I got a little angry. Let's get happy, man. Let's get happy. Gonna, this is geek verse reactions. We're and, and listen, you got a geeky reaction out of me on that one. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> but here's what we're gonna talk about now. Disney confirms the rest of their 2021 slate of movies and um when they will exclusively release in theaters. That includes Eternals and The Last Duel, most notably among those. Okay. Um, now I've seen the trailers for Eternals. I've seen the trailers for the last duel. Mm-hmm. I gotta be honest with you. The last duel super stoked about dude, dude. Okay. Yeah. Let's pause. I know, for a second. I, I know we're not like going to talk about this, but like, let's talk about no, it. Actually. I think, I think in the notes there, it says, what did we think of the last duel trailer? So uh, let's just go to that. I just, I, we got to talk about that. Here's my opinion. And this might be, you know, hot take. I, I'm not somebody that's like good at predicting this. I think The Last Duel has Oscar potential. I think it looks that phenomenal. I think the cast is that loaded. I think it's got that much talent. I think it looks that good. It's got Oscar potential, in my opinion. And I would love to see it because it's got your boy back here. It's got Adam Driver. Adam Driver. In the movie. So I cannot wait to see uh, The Last Duel. But anyway, what do you want to say about The Last Duel? No, I just, listen, I, I, I said this on our first episode of Geekverse Reactions. I'm a big fan of the Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. You're a big fan of Game of Thrones. Yes. And so this is this is one of those movies that's going to put both of those in like the perfect place for 100%. our our like geek hearts. 
if you will, because I just, the idea of people with swords and, and chain, I'm getting super nerdy, but like swords <laughs> and chain mail and blacksmiths and all this other really cool middle, mid, mid, not middle earth, but medieval type stuff. I just sure. want to see something like that go down because swords are cool. Okay. I don't care what anybody says. Swords are cool. All right. Catch me watching Forged in Fire on History (laughs) Channel. I don't care because this is one of those things that, like, when I saw it was coming out, I went and watched the trailer. I was like, whoa. Like, I was Mm. actually like, I had to take a second because I was a little bit blown away by it. And for me, The Last Duel, I agree with you 10,000%. This has Oscar potential for days. Yeah. And beyond that, it's got people, it's got people in it who have either been nominated for Oscars uh, Oscars, or have won Oscars. Mm-hmm. And that alone to me, like, I can't, like, I want to, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'm like Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> like, I don't, it's just one of those things that gets my blood pumping in my nerd heart racing. And it, it has my movie brain going nuts too, if I'm being honest, because yeah. I love movies like this. I mean, yeah. got, I could go down the list for hours about movies like sure. this. I won't, I won't do that <laughs> because we still have to talk about, um eternal. a lot of stuff unless there's, <laughs> unless there's anything else you wanted to mention about the last duel no i was just gonna say that this movie deserves to be seen in theaters and i'm glad that disney yes. is sticking to uh just exclusive releases at this point for the remainder of the year uh, and then uh, to finish this out really all i was gonna say uh was with eternals uh, i know i have voiced this before eternals for me i i know i get it spider-man is a huge deal Eternals is still my number one Marvel movie that I'm uh, excited for. The most excited for Marvel movie uh, remaining this year. Fair enough. (laughs) Well, Eternals looks, at least looks interesting. You know, I mean, you could very easily produce a movie that would be a flat out dud. Mm -hmm. And, and let's face it. Marvel has created a couple of duds. I mean, with uh, incredible Hulk, Thor, the dark world, um, I am not of this opinion, but I know some people are Captain Marvel. Um, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I loved the nineties nostalgia when mm-hmm. Nirvana started playing my inner rock and roll heart was very happy. Um, I love, I like, I like Nirvana. It's good stuff. So, you know, things like that, you know, people have, have had issues with, and at least with Eternals, it doesn't look like a dud. Mm-hmm. Um, it at least looks really, really freaking cool. Yeah, um, because I think we're bringing in some sci science fiction mythology. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a mm-hmm. little Thor ish, um, more the first Thor ish, and and even a little bit of Ragnarok feel to it. So it, it's just got this awesome uh, feeling to it for me, um, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm excited to see it and why I think it's at least interesting. Uh, yeah, well, time speaking, will certainly tell. And I speaking to, yeah, of um, sorry, speaking of Oscar talent, Chloe Zhao, the director. Uh, that she's the director that just got best picture in this past year's Oscars. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. So, I mean, there you go. And from what I've heard, like Marvel is putting all all their chips into Eternals as far as winning wow. awards. So who know knows? That. We'll see. I'm excited nonetheless uh, to see, you know, these movies, rightfully so, go into exclusively movie theaters okay next up on the news piece we'll hit this one maybe a little bit quicker than others because uh it's really just like a release schedule that walt disney studios has officially confirmed for the next few years now obviously 
this is originally Mando talk. So the thing that I see first is the Star Wars releases, but we'll save that for Thursday stream whenever we're exclusive Mando talk and we're exclusively talking about Star Wars. So what I wanted to do just real quickly was just throw out the ones that stood out to me that caught my eye as I was looking at this uh, release schedule. So for me, obviously, we already talked about this one. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Four days after my birthday. That's a good birthday present. So I'm really excited about that one. That's in go. 2022. Thor Love and Thunder. That's two months after. Uh, that's when that one comes out of next year. I'm really excited about that one because we get to see Natalie Portman make her return uh, into the film or into that franchise, if you will. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Two months after the Thor one i am really intrigued by how they're gonna unfortunately have to handle the situation yeah. of chadwick boseman uh rest in peace to him by the way i really really enjoy uh his black panther so I, i'm really interested to see uh what direction that film takes indiana jones 5 let's go indiana jones 5 in july of 2022 I have a quick question for you about okay. Indiana jones yeah are you are you the owner of an indiana jones fedora hat Yes, I am. Are you a proud owner of an Indiana Jones fedora? I don't wear it enough, if I'm being completely honest. See, I have one that's really close, but okay. it's not It's not the <laughs> fedora. But just I wanted to ask, because when this movie comes out, uh -huh. I will wear that thing like 19 days in a row. Yeah, I, mean, there you every, go. I will wear it to the theater. I'll probably dress up like Indy. If I'm being uh -huh. real honest, won't take a whip because <laughs> I don't want to get tackled or arrested, <laughs> sure. but sure. you know, I'll, I'll wear the leather jacket and the khakis. I just wanted to throw that out there. Like I don't yeah. get dressed up for movies. I will dress up for Indiana Jones. Well, I think it's easy to dress up for Indiana Jones like sure, you. So I think, I think that'll be, that might be something on the radar for sure. Last one that <laughs> caught my eye uh, on that list. And again, it's a massive list. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum mania. That is coming out in 2023. Now, the reason why that caught my eye is we know that Kang is going to be in that film. We just saw him introduced in Loki. Now, whenever I was watching Loki, I interpreted Kang to be Marvel's next Thanos. I mean, that's an incredible talent, uh, incredible character to put in that role. So the reason why that one really stood out to me, because it doesn't come out until 2023, I feel like that's, is that too soon for the Kang arc to conclude? And do we really want to see Kang conclude? And this is no shade thrown at Ant-Man, but do we really want to see Kang's conclusion come in Ant-Man and the Wasp? And, that, and I'm somebody that loved the first Ant-Man and really loved the second Ant-Man, but I don't know yeah. if that's a big enough stage, like an Avengers five or an Avenger like six or whatever. I don't know if that's a big enough stage to see the demise of Kang, the conqueror. What do you think about that? And then I'll ask you to kind of share maybe the, the ones on the big list uh, that caught your eye that maybe I haven't alluded to yet. Sure. You know, Kang has just made his introduction. I don't see him leaving the right. universe so quickly especially in ant-man and the wasp i don't think that um he, it'll be one and done unless right, there's, right, right unless he's just a stepping stone um but uh, I don't, yeah i don't think he's just a stepping stone me either to to my knowledge i don't think that that anybody at marvel's alluded to that 
Mm -hmm. um of course if you know something please tell us because that way (laughs) we'll get we'll get to where we are if you're out there listening or watching but at the same time you know we have to also remember that everything between now and whatever the next thanos is Mm -hmm. if it is kang or if it's somebody else i'm I'm sticking with that it's kang like Uh, yeah yeah um but there's like 10 movies (laughs) true Uh, before we get to quantum manium not i mean i don't know if it's exactly 10 if i count it it's if you count shang chi you got shang chi then you have eternals spider-man then you've got dr strange and then black panther and thor love and thunder and man and the wasp so that's i've got seven the marvels the okay so that's eight you know that's nearly so eight films eight films that come before Ant-Man and that's 3. a lot of time. I mean, that's like six. It, hopefully, if it's anything different than Venom, it'll be at least two hours. Mm-hmm. That's like 16 hours of movie. You know, yeah. so by the time we get to Kang doing something beyond what we've already seen him do and what he'll, he'll do in Ant-Man and the Wasp, um, that would be great. That would be fantastic if he's hanging out and he's still around. Yeah, and I think that that's what they'll do if unless they have some other thing up their sleeve because Kang literally has been running the universe, mm-hmm. you know, that's secretly. A big, yeah. And that, yeah, especially secret. That's a big deal. So the fact that he's secretly been running the universe, it's going to get to a point where we have to revisit that. If not in Loki season two. Yeah. Don't forget. We're getting, yeah. Yeah. Good yeah, call. Good call. Which I mean, which, you know, I mean, it may be a different Kang. Sure. Cause Cause we have what if, and the watcher are out here telling us all these crazy fun stories. Um, and I watched the mid season trailer today for yeah. what if, and I yeah. was like, Oh, there's still so much like more content, even though it's only like right. four more episodes. We'll get yeah. to that in a minute, but I, I think it's going to be fine. I don't think Kang's leaving anytime soon. I think he'll be around for quite a while. Yeah, no, I agree. So that really, his character alone is why that film uh, stood out to me, but back to that list. I will say we got tons of avatars on that list. Hot take. I don't care. I, I, I really don't, I don't care either. I don't mind the first avatar, but I don't think it's as good as everybody acts like it is. That's just mm-hmm. my opinion. I know some people would like want to punch me in the face maybe for that take, uh, but that's just kind of how I feel about avatar. Anyway, DJ, what do you think about that list that Walt Disney Studios has now out and about on the interwebs? Well, I, I am I'm cheating real quick and looking at the list. Um, I remember I looked at this. I looked at this a few days ago um, and haven't looked at it since until right now. So I'm trying to remember what's all on here. But as I'm kind of glancing over it, I'm seeing movies like West Side Story. And here's the thing that listen, I'm not a musical guy, mm-hmm. particularly, but the original West Side Story film won, I think, maybe best picture at the Oscars, mm. if I'm remembering correctly. That's a Google search right there. It is a Google search, so somebody else do it while I talk about other things. But uh, maybe that's Caleb right now. I don't know. But I'm, I'm actually super interested in seeing uh, um, West Side Story because my wife has a personal interest in it, and she loves West Side Story, the original one. Uh, and I like the West Side Story because it's just a fun uh, – it's a fun story. I mean, it's Romeo and Juliet set in, like, a borough of New York, which is fine. But, you know, it's different – in its style and how it's how it's executed plus steven spielberg's directing and to my knowledge steven spielberg has never directed a musical although Mm -hmm. it is at least his second 
um, adaptation from a Broadway play. Because don't forget, War Horse was a Broadway play. And mm. War, War Horse was, I think, his first Broadway play um, adaptation to film, which War Horse is an incredible movie cinematically. I mean, it's just such a beautiful movie. And then West Side Story, of course, I'm looking forward to. I'm also looking forward to Lightyear, the story of oh, Buzz Lightyear. Chris Evans, for, right? And don't forget, yes, Captain America himself is Buzz Lightyear now. And I just think it's like childhood reminiscent stuff for me because if yeah. you're, I'm sure you grew up with Toy Story. Um, oh, I hope those of you listening have grown up with Toy Story. I love Toy Story. Um, I mean, come on. You, you can't hardly beat Buzz and, and Woody and all the other toys in Andy's uh, room. And, and then, of course, transition over to Bonnie, which, you know, I can take or leave if I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. But what's really cool to me is that the Buzz Lightyear con- uh, cartoon show that was on Disney back in the day, uh, Star Command, I think is what it was called. This is going to remind me a little bit of that. And so I'm excited to see that. And then there was one other on this list that caught my attention, but um, that was about it. Okay. Okay. I can't remember what the other one was, but that's okay. We'll move on. Okay, let's do that. So just again, those of you that are watching live with us, you let us know what's your most anticipated Disney project within maybe just the next couple of years. Cause I know at beyond that, it's kind of hard to predict, even though they've put this official list out, I'm sure there will be additions to that, especially probably in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're adding new films every year. Uh, so with that said, you let us know what is your most anticipated Disney movie within the next three years. Let us know in the live chat if you're watching with us live. Okay, big topic. It was in our title of this episode. DJ, what do we have on the next news piece? Personally, very excited to introduce this next topic sweet because up until you know i'm just gonna say it i love andrew garfield as spider-man i wish we had more of him andrew garfield on his rumored appearance in spider-man no way home on the record this is him this is a quote directly from andrew garfield on the record this is not something i'm aware i'm involved in no matter what i say i'm screwed (laughs) i feel that it's I don't think that's to... the word he used, though. Uh, probably Just not. Saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I edited I... that word specifically. <laughs> Very good. And then he goes on to say, it's either going to be really disappointing for people or it's going to be really exciting. Now, look, Andrew Garfield, I think I, I stood by this for a very, very long time, caught flack for it, and I have no problem saying I caught flack for it. And I'll say it again. I, for a very long time, preferred Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man to Tom Holland. However, however, it took me a couple of movies and a couple of rewatches of Tom Holland as Spider-Man to really buy into him as Spider-Man. Right. Um, and listen, and, and I grew up with Tobey Maguire. So, like, yep. Yep. he is Spider-Man to me and will always be Spider-Man to me. And I feel like nobody else will ever live up to Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. With that being said, that is not a diss on Andrew Garfield or on Tom Holland. However, not talking about the other two guys, talking about Andrew Garfield, trying to stay on target here. Stay Uh, on target. Stay stay on on target. target. (laughs) The fact that he is being, I said this a lot last week about other other news topics, he's being cheeky. And I watched he's this Jimmy cheeky Fallon. Mate. <laughs> he's very, very cheeky on Tuesdays. 
Where's um, our boy, uh, Blue Harvest Bricks? Come man, on, Blue Harvest Roast Bricks us. needs to be here. Us redneck our... Americans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. I, I love being, I love being a hick sometimes. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying the fact that he is out here being so cheeky and so, you know, tongue in cheek about all of this Spider-Man stuff. Sure. It's just, it's act. It is making me happy to see him talking about Spider-Man. I'll, I'll admit because. You know, the, the more we talk about old, old friends, basically, it makes me very nostalgic. I mean, when I worked at the movie theater, I had a really cool opportunity to see Spider-Man, um, the first Amazing Spider-Man, ahead of anybody else who got to see it. Yeah. Occasionally at the movie theater, we would have what we called staff screenings, where we'd all get into the theater and watch it as a movie theater staff, and we could invite friends to come watch it with us. So I, I'm sure I had somebody come watch it with me. I don't remember now, but we sat and watched it all of us together and thought, oh, this is like, this is really good. Like we were excited because we all grew up with Tobey Maguire. And so I'm like, everybody I worked with was like 18, 19, 20 years old. So we were all like, yes, this is like what we want. Um, and so it was really cool, very exciting time. So the fact that he's back talking about it is a big deal for me. Um, now, with that being said, Caleb, I, I want to see what you have to say about whether or not Andrew Garfield is lying, whether or not you think he has no clue what's going on. What do you think uh, as a whole about this? My heart says that he's lying for sure. Like contractually, obviously he could not reveal that he is in this movie. With that said, in the mind though, I am not saying for certain that he's in the movie because I don't want to be disappointed. So, like, I'm having this internal struggle with myself because I, I want to avoid disappointment. I still think I can enjoy the third Tom Holland Spider-Man film without seeing Andrew or Toby. And speaking to that, I know we're specifically talking about Andrew Garfield, but if he's in this movie, Toby McGuire is going to be in this movie, too. No, so no I, question. So yeah. they go hand in hand. Uh, so with that said, though, again, I'm having this internal debate with myself but I really do think he's going to be in this. I really think he's at this point, he's just hiding or, you know, contractually obligated to say that he's not in it. He's not in it. He's not in it. Uh, but we'll see. And again, I don't want to say he's absolutely in it because I don't want to get myself too pumped up, but he's in it. <laughs> but the, here's the thing though. We got to remember every interview you've anybody has seen out there of him in the last like month, everybody is hounding this guy. And you don't listen, you don't, you're not, you're not going to be Jimmy Fallon and say, let's call somebody who may or may not be involved in a movie. You're just not, I don't feel like they would waste their, their time because they could easily book uh, Adam driver to come talk about the last duel. I mean, sure. just for example, we could book a hundred other people and mm. not even talk about Andrew Garfield and yeah. just be perfectly fine but they're booking him to come on these shows and mm -hmm. talk about something he's not involved with air quotes for right. those listening on podcast. <laughs> it's, it's inevitable. He basically he's Thanos. It's inevitable. He's going to show up and be in this movie. And listen, yeah. like you, you're saying he's not in it because you don't get your hopes up. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm like, I'm, I'm totally fine. If they don't even neither one of Toby or Andrew show up as Spider-Man again. That's fine. That's their prerogative. They can do whatever the heck they want. Okay. They're Marvel. But at the same time, I want them to show up and yeah. I'm not willing it into existence per se. Right. Right. I'm right. Right. Saying, I'm just saying 
if it happens, fantastic. If it yeah. doesn't happen, just as fine. I like Tom. It'll be fine. Yeah. But I would prefer to see uh, Andrew and Tom's uh, Peter Parker's look at Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker and be like, wait, that stuff's coming out of you? Like, it's not, you didn't make it. You know, I would love to see that, like, awkward interaction. And it'd be better if Tom Holland said it um, than, yeah. than Andrew. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. We'll wait and see what happens. Uh, it's coming for Christmas. And, you right. know, I mean, it, it, it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Well, listen, if you're watching live with us, I want you right now in that chat. Tell us, give us a percentage. What's the percentage that we see Andrew Garfield? And, again, I feel like, with that said, Toby, Toby McGuire as well. What's the percentage that we see both of them return as Spider-Man in the next Tom Holland Spider-Man film? What's your percentage while, while we're waiting on people to chime in? 90%. Both of them 90? Yeah, well, yeah, because I think they go hand in hand. I, I don't think that I don't okay. think I can separate the two, honestly. If one of them shows up, I, I, I really feel like there's zero chance that the other one doesn't. So I'm going to go 90 that both of them show up. Okay. I'm going to be weird. Okay. I'd be weird here. Is okay. If yeah, I'm let's weird? be weird. We're geek versus we're, we're geeks yeah, here at geek versus reactions. Super let's geeky. Weird. weird. <laughs> I'm going to go and go ahead and say there is. Oh, and he, I'll justify it in just a second. There is a 95% chance. Andrew Garfield is in this movie. Okay. There is an, 80% chance Tobey Maguire's in this movie. Mm, okay. Here's here's why. Nobody is calling Tobey Maguire to come on late night and talk about it. That's People true. are only calling Andrew Garfield. Mm -hmm. And let's face it, the photoshopped, quote unquote, um, sure, sure. things yeah. that uh, <laughs> Andrew Garfield has said have leaked are pre predominantly just him against a blue screen. You know, mm -hmm. like it's clear that it, like it's him. It's obviously Andrew Garfield in a Spider-Man suit and his Spider-Man suit, no less. Right. And then there's the one that I don't think exists on the internet anymore of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, like on some kind of scaffolding, just right. chilling. Yeah. That one looks a little more doctored, but it looks present day. Mm -hmm. And and that's why I think that that one is legit. Now, like I said, going back to my point about the late night stuff, there's no, like, there's nobody calling. If Tobey Maguire ends up on late night, like this week or next week, I will change my percentage. Sure. But right now, 95% Andrew Garfield's coming, 80% chance Tobey Maguire's coming. Okay, fair enough. And over in the chat, Tristan says 50%. You are not optimistic at all. 50-50. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, that it's probably better to be in that location because you'll be okay either way. You'll be okay either way. I just, you know, I really hope, I just know, I know how people are. If, if they don't show up, people are automatically not going to like the movie, even if the movie's great, right. if I'm being completely honest. So I, for that reason alone, I'm really hoping they show up. If, if they don't show up and this movie is incredible, it's, we got to remember we're getting Doc Ock and um, Green Goblin. Right from, right from the Tobey Maguire universe, no less. Oh, and um, um, oh, Jamie Electro? Fox. Yes, Electro. there you go. Thank you, thank and you. And then also, Sandman's supposed to be rumored. Mm -hmm. uh, I would love it if Tom Hardy would show up as Venom. I mean, even though, even though I'm to make up for the hour and a half Venom too. Okay, if he shows, I'll say this now. I'm going to backtrack for just a second. But if he shows up in Spider-Man 
um, I already forgot the name of it. No Way Home. Yes, there you go. If he shows up in No Way Home, then I will I will be more happy. I will be more excited because, oh, an hour and 30 minutes, fine. That's okay because we got him for 10 in a Spider-Man movie. Sure. Where, where, he, where he truly belongs. So, but then again, you know, I mean, it's all hearsay until December. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, if you're out there, let us know what you think of Andrew Garfield being in Spider-Man No Way Home. Do you think it's going to happen? Do you think it's not going to happen? Let us know. Uh, we would love to hear your opinion on that. Next news piece. We've got the Batman news. Batman. There is rumored to be a spinoff series about the Penguin that is currently in development. At HBO Max. Now, this is specifically Colin. Is it Farrell or Pharrell? Colin. I think it's Farrell. Colin Farrell's Penguin yes. that we have seen in this upcoming Batman movie starring Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne. It is going to be his portrayal. So I'll be completely honest. This just is probably my Star Wars brain that that clicked and i know if you're over on discord you got a tease of this whenever i hear of a spin-off series or movie or trilogy being announced before the original product has been shown to audience i get hesitant because star wars, slight star wars plug here because of the star wars uh the last jedi uh with ryan johnson before the last jedi came out ryan johnson was greenlit an entire trilogy and at this point we're we really don't know if we're ever going to see it so with that said i guess i'm always just a little nervous when this happens because if the batman comes out and the penguin specifically for some reason doesn't click with people people are going to be upset and they don't want to see this thing now i don't think that's going to happen I personally think that Batman is going to be incredible. I think Robert Pattinson is going to be great. I think Colin Farrell is going to be great as Penguin. Uh, and I'll be very excited to see uh, his portrayal as that character in his own show. And I think we're even getting, we even got that like with uh, Suicide Squad recently with Peacemaker. They confirmed his own yes. show before the movie itself actually came out. And I yeah, think that, but... I think that actually worked okay in a sense. Yeah. But what do you think yeah. about all this? Well, on the Peacemaker thing, really. Well, before I say that, uh, Tristan's back in the chat. He's excited about Batman. And then he says, Robert Pattinson as Batman is kind of funny because vampires tend to be bats. <laughs> all right, Tristan, full disclosure, I know this guy. Tristan, shut up. Like, <laughs> listen, he's done a lot since Twilight. Give the man a break. Yeah, he, that's Robert all, Pattinson that's all is very say. talented. He's very talented at what he does. Now, I will, you know, like you said, Tristan, it ain't too good in Twilight. It ain't too good, but he's, I've he's never very good. At, he's very good at this point. <laughs> well, okay. And, and the thing about Peacemaker you brought up, uh -huh. I didn't know that he had a show confirmed before the movie was mm -hmm. released. Um, however, after seeing that movie and the light little tease there towards the end of it and how they kind of set that up for his show, I don't want to spoil it in case you're still holding out on the right. Suicide Squad. I was pleased with that. I think that that's mm -hmm. exciting because okay listen here's the here's the facts i could give a rip about john cena now i know there's people out there you, you hardcore wwe fans out there love john cena or hate john cena i mean you know i know that there's some some you know rivalry across the wrestling world there with him but with that being said i really liked him 
in in the Suicide Squad. I thought he yeah. was hilarious. I thought in, in him and uh, Idris Elba having their uh, little what uh, contest there uh, in that one scene where they're just pop. All right, well, I can do you one better. And they mm-hmm. do this whole one up thing. Uh, again, not wanting to spoil that for people who haven't seen it was like, oh, that's what this movie is. That's the that if you had to say what is the Suicide Squad, it's that scene. And yeah. John Cena is a ma- major part of that. So the fact that he's getting a spinoff show is great. Now, back to the Batman. Uh, Colin Farrell, I believe is how his name is pronounced. Uh, I've always heard it pronounced that way. So I'm going to continue to. Yeah, I for guess, some reason, I'm way. just struggling with my words tonight. Thinking apparently of, you're thinking of Pharrell Williams. Maybe, uh, maybe. Of despicable me <laughs> fame. But no, anyway, um, he, him having this thing confirmed, I think is a really good thing. I think this is great because, you know, it's not, it's, I don't think this is going to be a Ryan Johnson last Jedi situation. And here's the thing. I think Kathy Kennedy was on some sort of high, like when, like she was riding some kind of wave in that moment when she said, and, and last Jedi is awesome. And then you're going to get us, you're going to get a trilogy for right. Like, I just, I remember watching that and thinking that's kind of crazy. Like, Uh and we just, I mean, we had just seen this trailer. Well, keep in Mm -hmm. mind, this is, uh, or 2017. I don't remember exactly when, but I remember seeing that trailer and thinking, this is not literally like what Luke says, this is not going to go the way you think. And I was like, okay, this movie's weird. And so tying this back to Batman, I know we're not talking about Star Wars. I'm sorry. It's really easy for me to talk about Star Wars. Sure. But I know it is for you too, man. So like, it's one of those things where it's like, I got to chill out. But <laughs> Penguin, I feel like, going back to that tweet thread we talked about um, a couple weeks back, I think it was our first episode of Geekverse where we talked about that. Uh, somebody actually said him. Oh no, they were talking about the Riddler, weren't they? Well, yeah, either they way, they were Colin Farrell looks really cool in this movie. I don't know if you still have the image, if you could throw that image of him back up there, Caleb, so we can kind of check it, check it out again. Yeah. But, yeah, absolutely. Um, if you look at his face and the way they've done the makeup and the way they've made him, just look like a bad guy i mean he's for me the penguin will always be danny devito in in the 1990 batman returns Mm. which is great i love i love danny devito as the penguin but at the same time when you look at this particular image of colin farrell as the penguin he's got this nasty looking scar under his face and he looks like he's just he's just mad about something it looks like he's looking at batman for the first time in this particular image and the fact that like that's how i'm looking at it that's that's my personal head (laughs) for now he just looks really really freaking cool like he just looks like a cool penguin and if you look at the penguins we've had in the past you've got burgess meredith um shout out to all the rocky fans out there uh mickey um rocky's trainer played the penguin in the 60s in case you didn't know that (laughs) Um, if you're listening, I mean, he's funny because he's like, every time he laughs and it's so funny, you got Danny DeVito who likes to bite people on the nose and he had, what's his name from Gotham. I think that we've just one up penguin every time and Mm -hmm. that we're getting a nice little spinoff. I'm like, give it to me because I like the penguin. I like the umbrellas. I think they're fun. Mm -hmm. I think the top hat's fun. It's very, I don't know, it's just like comical to see anybody wear a top hat. Like I laugh when I see pictures of John F. Kennedy wearing a top hat back in the day. So yeah. the fact that Penguin is going to be here, I just want, I think it's cool. I think it's fantastic. I think it's a great idea. I think it's, it's going to do well. 
I'm mm-hmm. going to watch it. I know I'm going to watch it. Because oh, yeah. I love, ba- I love Batman. Yeah. And, and let's be real, too, here. I think that the HBO Max is trying to make moves to make themselves as relevant as Disney Plus. Uh, and given Peacemaker, given Penguin, given all of these DC characters, their own shows uh, is probably how they're going to get into uh, that game. Did I cut you off? You have anything, anything you were no, finalized with? There? I probably needed to be cut off and be <laughs> real honest with you. Cause like, I'm just, I, I'm very, I feel like I'm very passionate about these kinds of things. Like, because I care so much about Batman as a character, I think that these kinds of uh, side stories, maybe, I don't know if this is an origin story. I, I mm-hmm, doubt it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think we need another penguin origin story. We've had it twice. So it doesn't really, I think need to come back around, but no, I don't really have anything else to say other than that. I can't, I actually am very excited for it. I'm probably more excited about this than I'd say I'm definitely more excited about this than um, venom uh, for a lot of reasons. That's fair. Uh, I think I'm more excited about this than the last duel, even though the last duel really gets me hyped um it's just i don't know I wanna, if i'm with you on that one <laughs> i just i just want to see something weird yeah and penguin's sure. weird like, yeah he's he just is. a weird character so i want to see that i'm looking forward to it yeah now we had a good question here in the chat that i wanted to talk about before we got on to our next news piece jordan in the chat says which suicide squad did y'all like better I'll be completely honest with you this recent one i think has been more critically acclaimed compared to the first one but I think I enjoyed them equally. Like I had just as much fun with both of them. I think this new one is a better like product, like a film, if you will. But as far as entertainment value goes for me, I had the same amount of fun with them. Uh, So I don't really lean toward one versus the other. I am not that way. I I will say this where I do agree with you. I think the suicide squad, the most recent one, 2021 Mm -hmm. uh, James Gunn's directed that, that one was better. It was better in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I feel very biased towards the first Suicide Squad. And I don't really know why. I just, I think it was just this special time in my life where I was really enjoying new superhero content. Yeah. I was super into Arrow and Flash and Gotham was coming out at that time. Mm -hmm. So when Suicide Squad came out, I was just like, I was foaming at the mouth for something like this because it was so weird and different. Like I just said with penguin, I want something weird and both of the suicide squads, you know, are weird. <laughs> that's probably a good way to put it. Best part in the new one was him going, that's your mom. Like that was hilarious. Um, yeah. And if you haven't seen the suicide squad, then sorry. But <laughs> at the same time, suicide squad for me is got me more excited it had a and for me music has a lot to do with that the soundtrack for suicide squad uh 2016 or 17 yeah just oh man that was that was a time that was an exciting time and i loved 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 that movie fair enough fair enough well listen i am so excited for robert pattinson's batman film that's coming out speaking of nirvana earlier that trailer that they put out for batman last year uh with that with nirvana song the track on it that trailer honestly might be in my top three trailers of all time. Like I oh, loved, yeah. loved that trailer. So if you have not seen that Batman trailer with Robert Pattinson with great Nirvana music, check it out. Uh, it'll get you going and very excited uh, to see the next Batman film. But what do you think oh. about the Penguin getting his own spinoff show on HBO Max? Let us know what you think 
of that news. DJ, what, what you got? Off topic. Courtney Love did it. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Um, <laughs> we got one other question right about this. Tristan wants us to know or wants to, wants to ask us which Justice League was better while we're still in the D.C. world. Sure. Real quick. It's, it's Zack Snyder. It's Snyder Cut. Yes, that, that's all I was going to say. Yeah. Short answer, Snyder Cut. Easy. Snyder cut. Easy. Easy. <laughs> all right, next news piece, DJ, what do we got? All right, next news piece, Hawkeye trailer reaction. Quick plug, we basically did a live reaction to this um, yesterday. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday. It was yesterday. It was. I've, been, I've been incredibly busy since then, and and I was really glad to do a, um, a pre-recorded reaction uh, and get that over to Caleb. So if you want to go back and, and watch those, just go back in time just a little bit after this <laughs> is over with, if you haven't watched yeah, those yet, if you haven't watched it yet, watch it as soon as we're done, as you're done with this tonight, because I, I promise you, it's one of those things that like I was, you can kind of tell between the both of us, he, Caleb and I both were having very similar reactions throughout the yeah. trailer, but now that we've gotten past our main um, what's how, how to say this, like, our initial, initial take initial reactions let's get yeah. to like our our thoughts on this so the hawkeye trailer reaction i'll very quickly say for me was not what i expected it was it was yeah. not anything i thought you know marvel was going to throw at us because with loki loki ended so somberly it ended very sad and you know captain america ended on a really cool high note and then wandavision left us with this, like, I keep saying Captain America. I mean Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but. Right, know, right. I got Cap you. I got you. Yeah, I, I, Captain America and the Winter Soldier at this point. Um, and Sam Wilson, I mean, just oh, perfect for the take on that role as Captain America. I love it. But um, these all ended in these kind of weird places and had weird tones throughout it. So the Hawkeye thing is giving us this really upbeat, very happy vibe, even though he's chucking Molotov cocktails out windows and, 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 and blowing up, you know, trucks with, you know, what's her name, Kate, something, Kate Bishop, Kate and, Bishop. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, that's her character's name. If I'm not mistaken. Yes, that's it. That's um, it. Okay. Cause that's a very normal name. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's, it's not Clint Barton. It's not, you know, maybe Steve Rogers is kind of a, a normal yeah, that's, name that's pretty basic, <laughs> but like, it's not like a Tony Stark, you know, it's not Bruce Banner, you know, it's just the, it's a different, it's a very normal name. So I'm like, Ooh, is that her name? But anyway, <laughs> um, I, that's, you know, for me, that's my, like, I don't want to like break it down, you know, moment by moment. Right. Right. I, right. I think that like, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. I mean, where have you been? If you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've had 24 hours and then some. Like, mm -hmm. It's like at this point, it's like 36 hours since this thing's come out. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I, I was really pleased with what it delivered for us. And I think it's going to be a fantastic and a very exciting uh, show. Yeah. Okay. I, I like that. So my quick reactions, I guess, or not quick anymore. I, I've said on this, I've thought about it some more. I think it, it matches pretty well with my quick reaction though. I'm still shocked if I'm being completely honest, as far as the tone and the setup of the show. I think that it's going to play really, really well when it comes out because it's going to be the holiday time. So I'm looking very much forward to that. And I am such a huge fan of how Marvel with their shows. And I said this in last night's stream whenever I did the reaction. I am such a fan of how their tone, their basic, basically genre of each of their show shows has been different. Like with WandaVision, it was mystery. 
uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it was your typical Marvel product. Then Loki was straight up sci-fi. And then this one, it really does kind of play with comedic kind of holiday family like vibe. And a, I a did buddy, not expect that. Yeah, buddy cop. Buddy cop. That, that's a perfect way of, of saying it. And that alone, just getting another take, another look at this Marvel Cinematic Universe with a different tone to it is what gets me excited to see this. But here's my hot take. Okay. The trailer didn't do anything for me, if I'm being completely honest. Like, okay. I, I went into the trailer, like, knowing that I was going to watch it and, and knowing that I would definitely check it out. But the trailer didn't make me more excited for the actual, like, content of the show. I'm excited to see how they play this comedic buddy cop kind of thing into the show. But I'm not more excited to see the Hawkeye character, if you will, if that makes sense. Uh, that's kind of my take with it. And, and something else that was throwing me off. I feel like, like I said earlier, I think this is going to play a lot better when it's late in November and when the month of December hits. But right now when it's September and I step outside and it's high 80s and I'm sitting there in Christmas time with Hawkeye, yeah, it, it kind of throws me off. I, I'm just not there with it yet. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a, I'm a hoodie guy. Like I've told people this. I look better in layers. <laughs> and, and i have no problem i look good in fall i look good in winter and i know i do and like i will flex it but at the same time i see what you're saying because if you're in this in the kind of christmas holiday thanksgiving type spirit which basically let's be honest as soon as school starts starts people are like it's halloween time like <laughs> that's true it kind of it kind of <laughs> it kind of kicks off pretty early for a lot of people i mean I know people last year who were putting their tree up in, in September. I'm like, you guys are nuts, but uh, I'm just not that Christmassy, but I get your point to say, yeah, this is one of those. I mean, Frank Sinatra in your trailer for a and, Marvel show. That is not yeah, something I ever expected to see. No. And, and listen, I, I'm not like a Frank Sinatra fan, but like I'll belt out. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> When it is the most wonderful time of the year, right, I, right, I don't right, right. listen. I don't listen to Christmas music outside of Christmas. But I will mm -hmm. say that, like this, hit all of those kind of notes of like a, you know, a Christmas trailer would if it was an action film. And I think that the best like way to kind of like make a parallel would be to Die Hard, because this, yeah, yeah, you're Die, right. Die Hard is first of all, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. No one will tell me different. But and I watch it on Christmas, not on Christmas, but around the Christmas season. Like I'm like I'm watching Die Hard, um, which by the way, Iron Man three, also a Christmas movie. Um, it takes place around Christmas time. Just saying, it's a if it takes place anywhere near Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. That's my justification. Okay. And well, what if Hawkeye, it's like Wonder Woman eighty four and it just goes through all the seasons? It's not a Christmas movie. It's just <laughs> it's at the, if you go listen, it has to be centrally focused around Christmas. Okay, can't okay. be like one scene. Like and then under that circumstance, if it's like one scene, Field of Dreams is a Christmas movie. Okay, yeah, there you go. There but you it's go. not. You know, it's 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 a summertime baseball movie. And then Hawkeye, it's a Christmas show. I'm just yeah. it's a Christmas show, and people are getting shot at and blown up. It's Die Hard. <laughs> it's just what it is. It's Die Hard. It's Die Hard in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I would be so shocked, like if somebody didn't say later on, "Oh yeah, we were heavily uh, influenced by Die Hard." We can mm -hmm. tell 
Like we, I'm already at a point where I'm like, this is just die hard with bows and arrows. And yeah. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, no. And I definitely think it'll be fun and I'm sure I'll end up enjoying what I see. It's just, I don't know. Like I said, in the stream last night, Hawkeye has never really done it for me as far as excitement level. He's cool, but he ain't, he ain't Loki. He ain't Falcon. He ain't the winter soldier. He ain't Wanda. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of his mo his mohawk was maybe he's back to his uh roots, I guess, and maybe it's just more symbolism. I don't know. I don't know. Stupid. I, I don't like know. It. But I don't like it. <laughs> what do you out there think of the trailer? Or is there anything that maybe we're missing or that we're overlooking that could maybe entice us uh to enjoy Hawkeye some more than maybe what I'm am enjoying right now? Uh, and and DJ, it sounds like you're just enjoying it in general. I love like, it. You're, you're I, loving it. I love it because I, I grew up with Robin Hood. And so like anybody close to Robin Hood, I'm like, oh, he's got a bow and arrow. Yeah. And like I grew up in a small town where hunters taught me how to shoot a bow and arrow. Yeah. Like, skilled bowmen, you know. And so I, I have a high respect for people with bows and arrows. I've been wanting some good Hawkeye content for a very long time. And I think this will give it. Fair enough. Well, we will end our Geekverse reactions episode just like we did last week with spoilers to the most recent What If episode. So, again, if you have not seen this past week's episode of What If, uh, thanks for listening, thanks for watching, and then we'll <laughs> see you next week. But we will kind of end with just our basic thoughts on it. Because honestly, I just now got a viewing of this What If episode literally before we started going live. What? Uh, I did not. I, I've just been so busy. I haven't. And if I'm being completely honest, What If hasn't really excited me. I don't. I'm being negative all of a sudden. It hasn't like excited, excited me. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just struggling with this Wednesday release still. Like I'm still of the mindset of new Disney plus shows are coming on Fridays. So I, I have it. until then to see it. I don't know. I maybe, it. maybe I'm just being negative all of a sudden. I enjoy the what if episodes once I watch them, but yeah. I guess it's just not because there's no connectivity and I know they're all separate stories. I don't feel as, Oh, I got to watch this now. I got to watch this now in the, they're connected in the Marvel universe. Sure. Sure. They're, yeah. You, you got to yeah. find your place of Zen and peace <laughs> and, 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 and let the watcher, just guide you. That's all sure. you need to do is let the sure. watcher guide you and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, uh, since we gave our spoiler warning, if you're here on YouTube, um, this episode, or even if you're not here on YouTube, this is for everybody listening. This episode was all about zombies. And I have voiced it before. I think I voiced it last week when you asked me how I felt you about did. zombie stuff. I voiced it before. I don't really care for zombie stuff. This episode verified that for me. Like it was cool okay. to see the Avengers in zombie form like tony stark for example it was cool to see uh, iron man with his suit on and every his armor on and everything uh as a zombie but again it just i don't know i just can't get into the zombie genre i guess it, does that make me less geeky i don't know i don't no, know what do you, you what do you think you don't, you don't lose <laughs> your geek card for not liking zombies you just you would lose your geek card if you don't have a plan of attack in case there's a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> which I have one. There you go. You know, I've got, I mean, it's probably never going to happen, but I've got a, I've got a zombie apocalypse escape plan and yeah. I'm not, I'm not sharing it because it's copywritten by nobody except me. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. But we've said it a lot tonight. I, I, love, I love it when we say fair enough. on Fair here. enough. 
Fair enough. Hey, if you're in the chat, say fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. Hashtag fair enough. Anyway, um, we should, that should be our title. Just scrap the title. Just fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway. Um, no, I don't think you lose the card, uh, the geek card on that. You just, it's okay if you don't like zombie stuff. Cause here's the thing. I don't really like zombie stuff, but I like it in small doses like this. Okay. Because it is, I love, I love how they introduced the way the outbreak happened. Mm. And how the Avengers came to the aid of, of Hank Pym and and in San Francisco, which in in one respect kind of I haven't played the Avengers video game, but it a little bit ties to the Avengers video game because mm-hmm. in the game they go to San Francisco, and I think a bulk of the introduction to that story takes place there in San Francisco. So it's kind of neat to be like, cool, they're not on just the East Coast; they're also on the West Coast. Yeah, and I think that's a really cool thing. Um, I, I think that was really good. I, I wish that we let had let Peter Parker shine a little bit more in this one mm-hmm. because he had a moment, a very emotional moment where, and I believe Tom Holland voiced Peter Parker. Yeah. It sure did sound like him. Yeah. Um, I skipped the intro now. I just, I'm like, I don't, I just need to get to the what? story. I can't, I can't watch the watcher say I am the watcher. It's like 30, it's 30 seconds of my life. I'll never get back. I'm fine with skipping it, but <laughs> maybe that's a hot take for somebody. I don't know. It probably is. It probably is. But Tom Holland being Spider-Man, I wanted him to shine a little more. It gave, he had a moment of leadership. In fact, I would say everybody that was really in this kind of had a moment of leadership in a way that wasn't already a zombie. I think that was really good. I was not happy that um, Falcon got killed so quickly. Yeah. I thought, man, he, I thought he could last longer. But I did really appreciate my favorite line in the whole thing was when Bucky and Cap fight. And Bucky says, well, I guess this is the end of the line, pal. And I was like, mm-hmm. perfect callback. And I, I, that was my favorite part in, honestly, the whole episode. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Vision being a freaking traitor was sucky, but it was fun. Yeah, like, it was. It, it, I didn't like that he was a traitor, but it made perfect sense. And it kind of, you know let's us see what it would be like if the roles were reversed in WandaVision um, in a way. And I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, so, you know, that's kind of my overall thoughts on this episode of what if, you know, we've got a few more coming and I'm looking forward to those, yeah. but I, I'd like to hear if he, if there's anything else you want to add. No, I was just going to say, you know, I, I did love some of the lines from Peter Parker uh, in this episode from Spider-Man. I thought a lot a lot of them were pretty deep and could connect to a lot of real world kind of scenario. Um, if, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first MCU name drop of Uncle Ben as well. Hmm. If I'm not mistaken, because I remember watching it. I, I watched it on Wednesday, so it's been about a week. But yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that's the first time he mentions Uncle Ben in all of the MCU canon. Hmm, I think maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just interrupting you again. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. No, the the only other thing that I was going to say, I'm struggling to remember what I was going to say. No, you're good. You're good. Overall. Mm -hmm. It was okay. I don't know. Again, just zombies don't do it for me. It's hard to beat that Dr. Strange episode, man. Yeah, it is. I mean, that, that was the best one all season. Oh, I mean, oh, oh, I just remember what I was going to say. Go, go, go. I loved the dad jokes. The I dad loved jokes. the dad jokes from Ant-Man. 
you know, oh, him, him saying, yeah, 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 him yeah, saying yeah. all the jokes, you know, when he's in, in uncomfortable situations, he just makes jokes. Love it. I love that. <laughs> I think a lot of us live our lives that way. You know, like, I don't know uh-huh. what to do, so I'm just going to make fun of whatever's happening around me, which is psychological. And we could go deep into that one, too, but I don't think we'd have time. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm with you. I, I like I did enjoy those dad jokes quite a bit. I thought they were a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, final shout out here. Hillary in the chat. Who's Hillary, DJ? Who is that? My bride. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary in the chat says hated that the same being who is worthy to hold Thor's hammer is the same being that would bring in people to feed his zombie. Oh, also, how was zombie wow. Wanda in captivity? Basically, what if episodes make me angry with the <laughs> illogicalness? <laughs> yes. Yes, I, I agree with that. I agree with that takes oh, so hard. <laughs> that is definitely my wife. And <laughs> she she's very keen on the Thor's hammer situation. Like she very much thinks that only like certain people should be holding that hammer because only so many are worthy. Sure. But absolutely. I would say that when the outbreak happened, mm-hmm. that's when he no longer became worthy. Mm-hmm. I think that if if there was ever a moment where you can say someone is no longer worthy of this power, mm-hmm. it's when the outbreak happens, mm-hmm. and and that's well, I mean we kind of saw that in Thor. You know, we had that moment where yeah. Yeah. Odin's like, "You don't get this anymore. This is a privilege." And I know that I'm not. I don't. Yeah, I think Odin would be dead at this point in the canon. So yeah, he definitely would be because of how this whole thing started. So you know it's very obvious the, you know, the power can go away. And I think that yeah, vision would have 100% lost that power. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Well, listen, that is this week's episode of geek verse reactions. We had so much, this is probably longer than what it typically will be, but we had so much news pieces to discuss. So with that said, again, I said this at the very beginning of the stream, if you have a specific topic throughout the week that you would love to hear myself and DJ talk about here on Geekverse Reactions. That's anything to do with Marvel, DC, Lord of the Rings, just any fandom, uh, any geek stuff that's out there. If you will, click the the Discord link to shoot uh, me or DJ a direct message. We'll get it on the agenda for next week's show. Absolutely. Or if you would like to click the Twitter link and follow us there on Twitter at MandoTalk, and shoot us a direct message there, we will add it to the agenda to discuss on next week's show. Because like I said, at the very top, we had like three or four news pieces that we very well easily could have dove into. But then we're looking at a two hour stream and not really an hour. And we're actually pushing like an hour and 20 minute stream at this point. We're an hour and 15 right now. Yeah, but, but it was just one of those up. weeks. It was one of those weeks yeah. that we, we felt the need to discuss all of those different news uh, pieces. So with that said, I appreciate everybody out there that watched with us live. I appreciate those of you that may be watching on the playback. I appreciate those of you that are still listening uh, to our podcast on that platform. I mean, podcast is where all of this started. So if, if you're over there, that means you're more than likely an OG. And I really appreciate uh, your continued support. But if you are new here on YouTube specifically, if you will, please, please, please hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, hit the notification. And here's a new challenge. 
click the share button and, and send a send the link to this video to somebody that you know that would love this content because that's how we're going to get to our goal of 100 subscribers if more people hear about our show so if again if you are still here or if you're just watching on the playback or listening on the playback share our youtube link because again we're trying to get a hunt to 100 subs by the book of boba fett but honestly i think we can get it done by the end of the month and let's see if we yes. can get that done all right dj that's the, all that, those are all the things i wanted to say before we got out of here so dj any final thoughts before you send us out uh to thursday where we'll go live for mando talk to talk about star wars yes just that we are only 11 subs on youtube away from hitting our goal of 100 um that is the main thing i wanted to say you can follow me on twitter um at rebel scum texan also on tiktok although my tiktok stuff is not really it's kind of random so have fun with that <laughs> um but yes join our discord um looking forward to tomorrow's episode of what if i have no idea what's coming out tomorrow so it'll be fun to kind of go into that i'm gonna go in blind yeah. i don't even want to yeah, know okay. i'm just gonna fair. i'm just gonna wait fair just enough gonna wait and see what happens fair enough um <laughs> other than that i i don't have a whole lot to say except this we will see you also on thursday but we will see you on earth too <laughs>